the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. I want to invite you to become a one-time investor with Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. Help us to keep growing in other cities nationwide, in magazine articles and other media. You are welcome to come to ltkradio.com and click on the Partner tab. We would love to see you there. Stay tuned for today's Kingdom Topic. Here's Olivia with today's message. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom. My name is Olivia Barrett, and I love this show. Like, it's so fun to be here with you and connect to kingdom ideas, things that we find in scripture, but how God wants us to look at our everyday. And so I love you're here and it's actually fun for me to be here too. So I wanted to come in and bring up a topic. I was actually thinking about, you know, what it means to recognize God's choice in our free will. Now, I know this sounds like a really big concept, but you know, it's actually really simple from God's perspective. And so I thought it would actually be really, um, I don't know, risky, but really great for us to talk about something that he really sees valuable, like something that we don't fully get sometimes because we just live in it. But from his perspective, it is worth everything that he has put into this system. And so here we go. Um, It's actually around this idea, you know, that we were not made to be a robot. Now, how do you feel about that? Like when it really comes to coming into understanding who God is and how he's connected to us and, you know, what his choices are towards us. I mean, you know, I even did a show on what it was at the beginning of time and how, You know, when God was separating light and day, he was thinking of us. He was actually creating a system so that we would have daytime where we would work and go to school and and be part of life, you know, as we know it. And then at night, get a chance to come home and be with family and rest. And that alone is really mind blowing. But it's not the only time in scripture where you see God doing something that is for us, like he is fully thinking of something that we need in our human nature, and he is designing something around our either inability um, to take care of ourselves in something or, you know, the fact that we actually need to um, have kind of that boost where we feel that we actually are moving forward independently on something and how he knows this. Like, you know, he knows the ins and outs of how our human nature needs to be fed, the times that it actually needs to be disciplined. I mean, he knows these things. But, you know, I was thinking about just how he does this. And um, 
wondering, you know, sometimes if you ever really wondered, God, you know, you took such a risk, like you took such a risk on creating humans. (laughs) I mean, we are very unpredictable. I mean, even myself, I'm unpredictable. You know, I know this is so silly to say this, and it's just a funny little story, but um I brush my teeth usually before I meet people or even when I go online to do a video or I'm in an online school. And so before I brush my teeth, like like they're not going to smell my breath, you know, through the screen, but it's something that I do like, you know, it kind of makes me feel better. I mean, hopefully my teeth look whiter, right? I mean, just something that to know about me and I normally brush all of my teeth, but I was in such a hurry. (laughs) This was just yesterday. I only brushed the fronts of my teeth. And, you know, a little bit later, uh, God and I were just kind of talking about that. And I was like, why are we talking about this? But it was really kind of a funny moment of, you know, I, even as a human, don't always complete a task. And that's kind of what it was in that conversation. Like, I didn't complete brushing my teeth fully. (laughs) I know it's a silly example, but it's really true. And how often, you know, even, even though the times you're like, no, I am dedicated person. Well, you're human, which means there really are points in your day or in your week that you're not dedicated. (laughs) And I know this is so nuts because, you know, when you think about um, you know, how you want to present yourself. You want to present yourself in such a way that you have these things and, and they're absolute. You know, they're never going to change. They are who you are and it's how people know you. And, and I think that's phenomenal because there are things I want people to say. I mean, for sure. Like, there are things that I want to be known by. There are, you know, ways that I want people to experience time with me <laughs> where they say, you know, this is how it was. This is how much we laughed. This is how much we cried. This is what we talked about. This is how I felt. I mean, these are the things I would love as well. But, like, let's really talk about what it means, though, that in our human nature, we find ourselves wanting to be an absolute in something, but we can't help it. We're consistently making mistakes. We're consistently forgetting things or not finishing things. And it doesn't mean that that's who you are. It just means that you've made a mistake. You know, I mean, we really can say because we're human. And and it goes back to this thought, you know, and I've had this with God before, and it's pretty great that we're getting a chance to talk about it today. But you know, there really are not many things that are absolute in my life. It doesn't mean that I don't want to have characteristics, that I don't want to carry, um, you know, things that really mark me, you know, as as the way that I want to be seen or, you know, even the way that people see me that, that really show um, goodness in my life, you know, and, and the greatness of things and success of things and, and even how I handle, um, some of the hard things in life. Like, I mean, these things, you know, you want to be known by and seen by, but they're not absolute, meaning they really do change often, you know, how you handle something or how you think about something a lot of times depends on how much sleep you had, you know, or, you know, how you actually see something might completely change because you read something about somebody, you know, so it's interesting when you think about, you know, the risk that God took on humans, because as he created us, 
and was thinking about things that we needed and the systems in place and the the things that would put us into you know a relationship with him he really said i am the only one god's saying this i'm the only one who really knows how to take care of humans the way they need to be taken care of. (laughs) And, you know, I know that that even sounds like an absolute comment, but, you know, I have never met anybody in my whole life that takes care of me the way that Jesus does. Like, you know, the times that I need him to be more intimate or the times that I need him to be really funny, you know, the times that I need him to, you know, speak to these deep places inside of me. And then the times that we can just really talk about, you know, regular life stuff. I mean, no one takes care of me the way that Jesus does. No, there is no human being that that does that and, and can do that. And, you know, God knows that. God knows that the relationship that he wants to have with humans, um, really, he is the only one that can answer the things that go on inside of us, that can help direct <laughs> how unpredictable we are, you know? I mean, you have so many things that change how you respond or how you think about things. And, you know, I mean, it could really even be, did you have too many carbs that day and you're dizzy, you know? Or are you dehydrated? Or did somebody say something weird to you on social media? Or, you know, this other person gave you a compliment. I'm telling you, it's amazing how much really influences how we respond and how we act and and who we're going to be uh, presented as, you know, to others. And so I was reading this scripture and I want to read it to you guys because it feels like God is saying, hey, let's talk about this a little bit. You know, like, let's talk about what it means that he really does have a plan. He has a system in place and he knows that us as humans, <laughs> we're risky, but but we're worth it to him. And um, I'm actually in Colossians. This is Colossians 1.13. Um, and remember, I'm in the King James and it's actually a really fun uh, version for me. But I want to read this to you kind of in this old language. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Okay, let me read it again. Um, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Okay, so I was reading a little bit of, you know, people explaining this verse a little bit, especially going in other translations and, you know, even some people who can dig in and go further into the actual words. And I was reading about the word delivered. And, you know, it's actually a word that causes a little bit of controversy. You know, people um, believe that, you know, delivery can happen, you know, whether it's, you know, something is being delivered to you or something is being delivered from you, (laughs) you know, and if you're talking in spiritual terms, you know that, there is a power and a force that is behind um, delivery and being delivered um, in the spiritual sense. And so, you know, when you first look at just how that scripture is set out, you know, God is saying from the very beginning, there is a power that humans need. Um, And there's a reason for that. And so I was reading a little bit more and just 
you know, you can go into a lot of the psychology of this, which is so interesting to me, but it's it's not it's not where I try to stay. But, you know, it is so interesting. But, you know, as humans, we actually want to be right. We want to be correct. But when it really boils down to like doing what's necessary inside so that (laughs) what we created was correct is actually not part of the system. Um, We have free will. We have choices. We have a brain to make these ideas happen, right? But we didn't create the standard is, is what I'm saying in that. And so even though we want, um, to in this situation, you know, we want to actually um, experience this power. We want to experience something that, you know, shows real authority and shows, um, you know, real focus, intentionality. Um, When it comes to how God looks at us, he is the one that is doing that because we don't create that. Like we don't create the power that we actually want to see happen. We don't, we don't create um, the intention. We actually choose the intention, which means the intention is already existing. We just need to choose it. You know, the power is existing. We actually just need to call on it. Now I know that's, you know, a lot of, of background there that's kind of being Um, spoken into some of that information. But, you know, when you're thinking about the word delivered, that would mean that if you're in the spiritual sense needing to be delivered, you're needing to be rescued. This was actually another translation. They use the word rescued. Then that would mean that there is something that has control over us. And I was, you know, thinking about the risk that God is taking here on us. And he knows, like he knows that we have free will and that we have choices, but it's actually those things that entangle us. Isn't that funny? So he gave us an ability to choose, but in those choices, we actually don't have the control to get out of it. (laughs) I mean, to me, that just is so mind blowing, you know, that God would choose to give us the ability to see, to choose, to experience things, but he did not give us the power to get out of that. Um, It is from him. And he claims that right here in Colossians, that it is from him and his authority that he is going to deliver his people through a system. Okay. So let me, let me go back in here so we can read a little bit more. So he is going to deliver us from the power of darkness. So that's telling you what we are connected to in a way that we either knew or didn't know, like those choices that were coming or the things that were forced on us, those things that happened, we are now um, under this power of darkness, but it says he is going to deliver us. And then he's going to translate. Now, that is just the concept of moving us into, you know, like if you're if you're shifting something out and moving it something back in, that's called, you know, you're translating it in. You're, you're shifting into a new system. And so that's what that word is representing. But he is putting us into a new order. And this is called the kingdom and the kingdom of his dear son. Now, you know, there's times when I ask God and I'm like, why are you using that terminology or, you know, what is your perspective in this moment? 
And I love thinking about that he is telling us, I am going to rescue you out of a choice that you made. <laughs> like, you wanted that so badly. Like, you wanted to be in that moment with that person, and it has totally crumbled your integrity or your you know, courage on the inside or any confidence you had from here forward. And, and it's now this place of, um, it's like a sore place inside. It, it kind of represents a negative part of your life. And God's like, I know you were making that choice. Like I actually gave you the freedom to do that. That's the risk he takes on us. It's the, the, the real choice. Friends, it is the middle of the show, and I wanted to let you know something new that is going on here for Let's Talk Kingdom. Today, I want to focus on mini courses and what God is doing there in that environment where you can learn about His voice and how it sounds and and how unique it is to you and what are the things He's doing around you that are confirming direction. So join us for this mini course at ltkradio.com and click on mini courses. We will see you there. It's exciting for the new things that are happening here on Let's Talk Kingdom. Now let's get back to the show. Choice We get to choose, you know, how we actually experience life. But what he is promising here is just the most impossible thing. It's that he doesn't leave us to our choices alone. He gives us the freedom to choose. And then he says, I'm going to deliver you. And so in that moment of, you know, now it feels like I'm marked with this negative thing, or now this, this crazy thing that's happened in my life feels like it's now my story. It's what I think about. It's what I talk about. You know, it's how people know me. And it's from these, you know, horrible choices I made or horrible things that happened to me that were other people's choices. And and God's like, wait a minute, let me tell you my perspective on how this should go. Like I gave you free choice. Like I want you to go pick things. I want you to be involved in that process. Like I want you to grow on the inside for, you know, all of your brain matter and all of the connections inside and, you know, how, how you're going through life, like as your body is growing even, like, you know, he wants us connected. He wants us experiencing things. And so he gave us this crazy system, which means we're not a robot to him. Like he wants us to think and experience and, and move forward even through mistakes. But there really are times that our choices don't carry the power or the authority to get us out of where we were. And so he's sitting here going, I know this is going to happen. Like, I know that in your human nature, this is going to happen. It, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, I'm putting it right here in this scripture. So, you know, this is my plan. And this is literally God saying this to us. I mean, to me, you know, like how important it is that we are recognizing God has a plan here. <laughs> you know, he wants to be experiencing life with us because he's got a plan. He's got a plan. He knows that he is ready to deliver and rescue us. Okay. So isn't that pretty great? But, you know, in that moment when I'm reading about that, he's describing the kingdom, like he's transferring us, you know, it's it, use the words translated, but you know, it's like he's translating kind of like how you would have done it into his translation. I mean, think how cool that is. 
you know, if I were to choose something and I was living in shame and guilt, well, more than likely what I would translate for my life would be shame and guilt, right? But God is translating it differently. He is going to translate it into his language, into how he sees things. He is going to translate it into this place for the kingdom. And that's what he wants to do here. You know, so he's talking about initially, you know, this freedom that we have and the risk that he's taken on us. But he knows that the risk is so valuable to him because he knows what it is that he can do for us. I mean, he is the one with absolute power. He's got absolute authority. Okay, so, you know, it's really amazing for him to claim this and then for us to embrace it. Okay, so here, let me go on into the next little bit of scripture here. Okay, so in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Now, the we know that the blood uh, represents so much in scripture. It represents sacrifice in the Old Testament. Um, the blood, obviously, in the New Testament represents a new covenant. And so when God is speaking to his people, the, the humans that he has a plan for, right, that would be you and me, like he's got a plan here, then that would mean that he is actually speaking of the new covenant. He is speaking of what it means that our sins are forgiven in the kingdom of his dear son. You know, he calls Jesus dear. And and it means that, you know, not only is um, he aware of the sacrifice that Jesus has made, um, Jesus means a lot to him. Like he loves Jesus. He's giving him, you know, another word of endearment. I mean, he's connecting him to his heart. And so he is looking at us as humans and he is saying, I know you're messing up. Like, I know you're making mistakes. I know you want to be seen as invincible and you want to be seen as strong and and courageous. Like, and, and he speaks these things over us, but he knows that as humans, we can't maintain that every single minute of our lives. Like, no matter how much we're putting into our relationship with God, we are experiencing these moments of being human. And God is saying, let me translate for you how this looks to me. (laughs) Like, he is saying, let me tell you what I see when I'm looking at you. And when I look at your situation, I'm going to translate it into the kingdom of my dear son. And let me tell you what's going on in that kingdom. In that kingdom, there is blood that is now representing a new covenant that I have made with humans. I mean, God has made this with humans, people that mess up and are unpredictable and emotional and tired and sick. I mean, you know, this is who we are. We can't get around it. And God, who does not experience those things, like he really is in a place of of authority and power, but he chooses goodness and he chooses love. And so when he translates what it is we are experiencing, he is going to translate it into now how he sees us, which is through the new covenant. He sees that with the blood that Jesus has given, then we actually are forgiven of our sins. Like we're forgiven. We're forgiven of the very place. So it's crazy because the scripture in like, you know, if you started in 13 and then went all the way through like we did, you know, it would actually self-explain itself. You could explain it from the end of 14 all the way to the beginning of 13 or, or go the other direction. Like, 
It's like this whole thing is completely describing itself. You know, it starts out with deliverance. And then at the end, it talks about, you know, how you're going to be delivered. Like he's giving you the option that nobody else can give you, which is forgiveness of sins. Meaning, you know, you chose those things. You were in a place of of you thought you were doing the right thing or you've been tempted in something. And all of a sudden you're kind of in a weird spot. Well, you recognize there's sin in that, but you can't free yourself of that choice. (laughs) Like God is the only one who can do that. But he tells you, listen, in the kingdom, the way I translate your mistake, the way I translate how this is going down and and my risk on you and how you don't fully um, embrace what this means, like as humans, I mean, we're human, right? That he is saying in my kingdom of my dear son, it's actually where you belong. Like I literally look at you through now the, this translation, you are forgiven of your sins because of the blood that was given from my dear son, right? And I mean, literally going back into the next scripture, it's so great because God really took a risk on us knowing that we were making mistakes, but he had a plan. Like he had a plan here that could completely translate into your everyday. And so I just wanted to bless you with that. Like what it means that we can be living as kingdom people, you know, not living under shame or condemnation. We can literally be living in this place of, no, God has translated how he sees me completely from a kingdom point of view that I am now forgiven. And it is because of his dear son. And so I just want to bless you with this. Thank you so much for being here for Let's Talk Kingdom. God, thank you for your plan, the plan that saved me and saves anyone who believes in your son. I ask that we would be people that claim our freedom and live in your light. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We want you connected to kingdom topics that move and shape your week. Olivia wants to offer you a lifetime membership to the mini course called Direction in Detail. It takes the confusion and doubt out of hearing God's voice and jumpstarts your confidence in listening for God's direction. Get this exclusive offer at ltkradio.com and click on the mini course called Direction in Detail. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom. What a joy to talk about risking on God's voice and the power that you have inside. You are welcome to come and visit us on our website at ltkradio.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I will see you soon. Thanks again for connecting to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We will see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.